Okay, so how many of you remember uh, Tom Cheek's uh, most memorable call from uh, Blue Jay history being Tachimala Joe when they won the 93 World Series? So, 93 and 92, and 92 when they won in Atlanta, would not have happened if it wasn't for the 1991 Blue Jay franchise. That's the point of my podcast today. The 1991 Toronto Blue Jays season. 91 started off at the end of the 1990 season when the Blue Jays actually made two very significant trades in the history of the franchise. First being the trade with the San Diego Padres. Now, if you're a Toronto Blue Jay fan, two names, you remember two names clear as day no matter what age you are these are two names you'll see on at the, at the rogers center first name roberto alomar first blue jay player to go into the hall of fame as a blue jay second joe carter pat gillick pulled off a trade in december of 1990 when he traded fred mcgriff and tony fernandez two beloved blue jay players to san diego in return he got joe carter Roberto Alomar. So when I talk about the 91 team, they are a place-setting team. And what I mean by that is, is you're starting to build a franchise that has had some pretty significant wins, but had never gotten over the hump. In 85, when they first won the AL East, went and played Kansas City, had a three-game-to-one lead, and lost it. So 85 as a fan, you're like, oh, they're so close to the World Series. And then again, they win in 89, but lose five in five games to Oakland. So then comes 91. Pat Gillick, the GM of the Jays at that time, was known, his nickname in Toronto was Stan Pat, because he wasn't making trades. He wasn't bringing in new players. He wasn't doing free agents. He was just trying to build a franchise from the minor league, minor league and from the draft and the occasional trade. So when he goes out and trades and gets Roberto Alomar and Joe Carter, Toronto fans are probably going to go crazy because this is something that Pat Gillick is not known for. Now, the funny thing about Pat Gillick is he's in the Baseball Hall of Fame as well. But that the 92-93 teams, both of them win the World Series. You look at the framework of those teams, and it started in 1991. Bringing in, like I said, Joe Carter, Roberto Alomar. Also bringing in that year. He brings in Devon White. So if you look at all, any sort of um, highlight from 92, 93, you're going to see one of those three players in most highlights. So here's the fun thing about 91. You've got, a, you've, got a, you've got three new players that have come in and, you know, it could have gone either way, but those three players bring excitement to the franchise bringing excitement to the team. Now, Toronto, the Blue Jays, had kind of been building a pop- popularity. You started off in Exhibition Stadium, move over to Sky Dome in 80, halfway through 89. So this is the second full season in the Dome. One big important thing that I've loved you to know about that team is there's the first team in Major League Baseball history to actually get over 4 million fans for the season. So the reason I'm saying that is now is if you go to a Jays game now, now we can't go in 2021, we couldn't go in 2020. So if you look back at 2019, for example, 
And some games are sold out. But most games are just, you know, you have your average fan base there. You look back to 1991, you're pretty much selling out every single game. And the excitement within the town and within the city of, of Toronto and outskirts and across Canada is building. Like you start to feel like this is the franchise that will bring Canada its next championship. So, uh, you know, a lot of podcasts will talk about 92, 93 and how those teams are built and the additions to those teams. But I, I kind of, you know, my initial thought of this podcast, my first ever pod, my first really official full podcast was to talk about the 92 and 93 teams. But, you know, you look at highlights from 91, you're like, yeah, 91 is really where that championship team is built. So, a couple of things that are kind of fun about 91. Obviously, 4 million fans selling out games. The hype hype there was crazy. Second thing that, you know, you want to focus on is also 91. Toronto actually was the host of the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. First and only time it's been held in Toronto. So, you know, when I talked initially about doing this podcast, I wanted to talk about family. So, again, my family growing up when I was a kid, huge baseball fans. Like, we would go to a lot of baseball games, whether it's New York Penn League games, uh, Jays games, watch games on TV. Um, But one thing I remember clear as day, and I have never forgotten it, is going to the... Prior to the All-Star game, the week week of, there was like the, uh, I want to call it Fan Forum, I think it was called, or Fan, I forget the exact t- title of it, but it was held at Toronto Metro, Metro Toronto Convention Center. And I remember going there with my mom, my brother, and a couple of our friends, and kind of going through the exhibits and seeing like crazy, like crazy old sports cards and looking at the history there, history of baseball in Canada, the Jays history, as well as some stuff that's going on in Major League Baseball 91. But the other thing, too, is I kind of want to go backwards a little bit here. At that age, too, I was 16 at the time. Baseball cards and sports cards in general were becoming huge in popularity. So collecting as a, you know, I kind of was, we wanted to collect sports cards. Going to this convention, seeing a lot of these little cards and getting box sets and that kind of stuff was kind of fun. It was almost as fun or probably more fun than actually being at the game itself. And I got a chance to do that with my mom and my brother and, like I said, a couple of her friends. So, even though we didn't go to the game itself or the Home Run Derby, we did get a chance to really feel like we actually contributed and were part of the experience of the 91 All-Star Game. Now, like I said, Joe Carter, Roberto Alomar, both of them actually represented the Jays in the All-Star Game as well as Jimmy Key. But this is when popularity of baseball in, in Canada was starting to really get ramped up because they're making the moves, the team's making the moves now to become a winner. And, you know, they win the American League East. They pretty much control the American League East most of the season and get into the ALCS. Now, here's a fun, fun thing that I want to talk about is in the ALCS, Minnesota had home field advantage. So they played the first two games at the Dome in Minnesota. Two players that I remember clear as day that played for Minnesota at the time were Curry Puckett and Jack Morris. Now, Jack Morris, you'll know the name. He's in the Baseball Hall of Fame. He should have been in the Baseball Hall of Fame a lot long, a lot earlier than he ended up going into it. 
but he pitched lights out against Jays, won two games, and just kind of dominated the the roster, the the uh, ro- the Jays roster. Jack Morris, two months after he after they won the uh, World Series in '91, signed with the Toronto Blue Jays. So he was part of the '92 World Series champ Blue Jay roster. So pitch against him. Beat them in 91, joined them in 92, and the rest is history. When I promised to talk about this podcast, I didn't want it to become like a history lesson of a franchise. Rather, I wanted to do two things. Talk about family and talk about sports, sporting events, like the J, like the 91 Jays. So in 91, um, I was 16. So add 30 years now, 46 now. So 16, you know, in high school, kind of, you know, getting a driver's license. And also had my, I think we got a driver's license in early July of that year. So you're starting to get the freedom a little bit and starting to feel more like an adult. But being part of the family and going to events like Jay's games was still something that we focused a lot of, a lot on. And even though you're trying to be an independent 16 year old, you still want to be part of the family and going to family events with family and do things. So going to Jay's games, like to talk about my introduction to this podcast was so big and so important to me. And you know what? I took it, took it for granted. I don't think I really felt in 91 that it was so special. Like it is when I look back at it 30 years later. So like I said, we didn't go to the game itself, but I remember being at the convention center and they also, again, that is being at the convention center and being there with my mom and taking that all in. So, you know, I, if I, you know, you can't have do-overs, but the one thing I would, I would never do that. I would never do it any differently. 91 going to games, going to things with uh, my mom, going to things with my brother and my dad. It, memories are last lifetime. I, you know, I remember, like I said, I don't remember the games I saw play in 91. But one fun fact about the 91 Jays, and this was actually against the 91 Jays, my favorite pitcher of all time, Nolan Ryan, who, baseball Hall of Famer, um, still my favorite baseball player of all time, easily. Pitched his seventh and final no-hitter in 91 against the Toronto Blue Jays. So while it's Blue Jay history, it's against them. So my favorite pitcher... Lights out, seven seven no-hitters in his career. His seventh was against the Jays, and that was in May of 1991. So it does relate to this podcast because, technically, 91 Jays got beaten by Texas and Nolan Ryan at the time. So, you know, here's one thing that I don't know how much my brother remembers this. I remember it clear as day. 91 Jays team wins the American League East, goes on to play Minnesota. They split the two games in Minnesota. So they're coming back to Toronto in game three. Each tied in one game apiece. The Jays end up losing the next two in Toronto, which would be a, I believe it was a Thursday. Sorry, it was a Friday, Saturday. So Sunday comes. It's game five. You know, Jays have to win. At this point, you have to win out to get to the, get to the World Series. I remember it was, a, it was the later afternoon game on the Sunday. Next day, obviously, school day. But my neighbors at the time, 
she had two tickets to the Jays game, to the ALCS game, that is, and couldn't go. So I remember call, I'm calling my mom and saying, hey, do, do, do the guys want to go to the game? There's the two of them. And this is actually it's funny. The first game we ever went to by ourselves was game five of the American League Championship Series, Toronto against Minnesota. And for you, for a lot, a lot of you that don't know now, if you go to a Jays game now, you can kind of sit anywhere you want. Like you can pretty much get seats anywhere in a dome. 91, you can't get seats in 100 level. Like they were sold out quick. So you were always stuck in the 500 level, like row 35, like pretty much the very top. It was the only seats you could ever really get. So when you get a chance to go to the ALCS, which would have been a dream at the time to go to, you get to sit in the 100 level off of first base, off the first baseline, and watch, you know, the 91 team try to try to get out of the hole and win game five and send it to game six in Minnesota. Now, history, going back to Wikipedia, you know, history, they lost game five, Minnesota won, moves on to the World Series, beats Atlanta Braves, becomes World Series champs. That's history. But being able to go to the ALCS, waking up the morning of, not thinking, I'm just going to watch a game on TV, not realizing you're actually going to be able to sit there and watch it with your brother. It's kind of a cool memory. I don't know how much he remembers of that game. I didn't remember the score. I remember them losing. I didn't remember the score because I didn't. I had to look it up before I talked in the podcast. But he, uh, <laughs> again, I had to get to share that with my brother. We weren't necessarily both Jays fans completely, but we both respected the team. At that point, too, we were becoming more and more Blue Jay fans. And uh, you just want to see the team win. But play sending teams always are there for the, so they can build for the next year. I would have loved to see the Jays in 91 go to the World Series, but they weren't ready to compete against Atlanta until they made the moves they made in 92 to solidify this franchise as the top franchise in baseball. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go on too much longer. You know, obviously, the, the All Star Game. If you ever get a chance to look at YouTube and watch, you know, some highlights from the '91 All Star Game, Cal Ripken Jr. won the world, won the uh, MVP, Merrick League won the game, and actually Cal Ripken also won a home run derby the day before. That's history. So my challenge to you, and my challenge to anybody that will listen to this podcast, is this. If you get a chance to go to a sporting event with your family, make the most of it. Put your phones down. Enjoy the memories of being there with the people. Unless you're taking pictures with your phone, then it's a different story. But try to take advantage of it because I can look back 30 years ago and remember ex- so many different moments. I remember going to games. I don't remember who played. Going to games. Watching the All-Star Game on TV. Being at the convention center. And then watching that ALCS game. So again, fun fact about the ALCS. Jack Morris beat them. And then Jack Morris joined them. And the rest is history. I'm going to end this podcast with my reflection. Now, my reflection is going to be on where we are right now in April 2021. We're a year and a bit now. 13, 14 months into the COVID-19 pandemic. And who knows 
where we're going to be. You know, I would have assumed a year, like a year ago, that it would have lost a couple months. But I didn't. I would never have thought 13, 14 months we'd still be doing this. And more and more people that I know are becoming more and more critical of how our governments have handled the COVID-19 outbreak. I'm going to go a different, different path. I want to take this chance to say my personal thank you to all of our political leaders that don't get enough credit for the stuff that they have done day in, day out for the last 13 months to try to protect the majority of people. What you have to understand, being a leader, is you have to try to lead the majority. You're never going to make everybody happy. No matter what decision you're going to make, somebody's not going to like your decision. And that's too bad. That's unfortunate, but that's just the facts. So thank you to our leaders, municipal, federal, provincial, for doing everything you possibly can to keep the majority of us safe. And I like to believe that some a lot of the decisions you've made has done just that. So we can all Monday morning quarter Monday morning quarterback you and, and criticize and say I would have done this differently. But we're not in your shoes. We're not in your position to be able to accurately do that. Because we don't know. We just assume we know what's going on, but we don't know. So it's easy to be critical, but it's sometimes harder to be thankful, and I want to be thankful. So thank you for that. This is going to end the first podcast of Sports with DB. This is my first go-around of doing this. So, and I, I like to be able to do this all in one take. I don't want to be the kind of person that will start editing and like that. So... I'm going to get better at this. I'm going to tell more and more stories. And I'm going to be as blunt as I possibly can with my reflection. But let's do one thing, guys. Let's go, and guys and girls, and whoever listens to my podcast. Don't take family for granted. Make sure you call somebody or say you love you, love, love you to some part of your, some, somebody in your family today. Like I love my mom, my kids, my wife. My friends, don't take it for granted. Do what you can to always have the best memories. And I can selfishly say I've got some of the best memories of sports over the last 40 years that I'm going to take the, take weekly to uh, share with you all. So, 91 Blue Jay team. Get a chance to watch some highlights. Joe Carter, Roberto Alomar, Devon White, and the team from them. And they and know that 91 is the team that helped 92 win the World Series. So I this is my personal belief. 92 would not have happened without 91. Next podcast will be probably next week. Um, my focus next week is going to be on the 1995 Toronto Raptors franchise. The first franchise, first year of the Raptors franchise, who in the Raptors became probably Toronto's most popular franchise. I'm going to talk about 95. And my memories of being a season ticket holder for the first two seasons of the Toronto Raptors franchise in their history. And I got lots of memories from 95 that I'm going to share with you next week. Please continue to listen. If you have any comments, feedback, positive, negative, preferably positive, please share it with me at, uh, at Sports with DB on Twitter. Guys and girls, I'm trying I'm trying my best, by the way, to not be so gender neutral for work purposes, but hope you all just remember one thing. 
I love you, respect you, and value your friendships, your feedback, and who you are as a person. Please don't ever change. Keep focusing on sports. Keep focusing on family. That's what I want you to do. Thank you for listening. Talk to you all next week.